Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Dumpster Diaries. I am your host, Justin Allen, company here with my co-host, Moses Wartooth. And we've got some stuff for you today. So, I don't know, man. How you been? Pretty good. Yeah. Ready to get started. we got some uh, pretty exciting shit to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do have something cool. Um, you know, I like never go out and do anything, really. Yeah. Yeah. Stops that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have any options. <laughs> but um going uh going to the movies tonight, man. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go see that uh that movie Oppenheimer with Cillian Murphy. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't really care about movies, but that shit does actually look very good. Yeah, dude. I was uh I was reading about it a little bit and Robert Downey Jr. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know it either. Dude, he's good in most things. Like, most things he's in, he's good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anything I haven't liked him in, you know? And, but he said, and I quote, like, this is the best movie I've ever been in my entire life. God damn. Yes. And I think of all the great movies he's done. Tropic Thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I watched the interview with him, and they were talking about Tropic Thunder, and uh, the host was like, would you ever make a movie like that, like, today? And he was like, oh, no. Like, you no. can't. <laughs> that shit would get, like, it would never even get, they would never make it. It would get shot down before oh, anything. It was such happened. a funny movie, dude. I think Jack Black's character is my favorite one in that one. Yeah. Where he's, like, always bitching about his vitamins. That bat snatches it out of his hands. <laughs> and he's like, I need my vitamins. It's like, it's heroin or yeah. whatever. <laughs> he eats that shit right off the run. He's like, ah, oh, you od you little fucker, huh? He's covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, man, uh. Robert Downey Jr. is a good actor, though, man. I, I, I will, will give him that. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of him, man, uh, I do kind of have like a funny, since we're talking about movies, I guess, um, we kind of have like a little funny stereotypic. This makes a lot of Marvel fans cringe. Um, so you know the Marvel universe, they just created like a buttload of movies. I think, what was it, like 23 movies or something like that? Too goddamn many. <laughs> I fucking hate Marvel. Well, I had never seen a Marvel movie in my entire life. And then a friend of mine, uh, he wanted to go out to see Endgame, like the final Endgame. So like the final movie in this entire series. The final fucking cash grab. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he had just broken up with like his girlfriend. He had no one to go with. He's like, dude, I don't want to be a loser alone in a movie theater. Will you go with me? And I was like, sure, man. Like, you know, I'm thinking a casual movie. Dude, we get there. It is sold out. It is shoulder to shoulder. Is it like opening day on that movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, God, okay. And like, I mean, people are like dressed up. Like, I mean, they're, these are fans. They are, they want to see this movie. And I have no idea what this movie is about. (laughs) You know, so like, I just imagine there's like some poor bastard out there trying to get a ticket and he's just like, they're like, oh, we're sold out. And I'm like, ungrateful. Yeah, yeah. He's like a diehard fan and you're just like, what the fuck is this shit about? He's like, you son of a bitch. So we're sitting in this movie and like, all this shit is happening. Have you seen the movie? No. Okay, all right, all right. I've well, never seen any of these fucking things either. I don't give a shit about superheroes. Okay, like, all right, I got you. All right. Well, I'll, I'll try to keep it short. But, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, essentially, it's like all these heroes come together, right? You know, good guy versus good team versus bad team kind of thing, right? And, uh, but there's like all this crazy shit happening. There's like Doctor Strange who can open up like portals to like the multiverse. Like, just crazy shit is happening, right? And while this movie's going on, I'm like, ask my friend. What is going on? <laughs> and he was like, and that's when he, that's the moment he realized, he was like, you've never seen any of these, have you? I was like, I haven't seen a single Marvel movie. And he just started laughing. But anyway, so it, spoiler alert, I guess, like, I don't know, the movie's been out for a long time, but Tony Stark dies in the movie, right? Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. that we were talking about. And, uh, man, people are like crying, 
Right. It's like a dramatic scene, dude. And I'm over here just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm starting to giggle. What are these goddamn grown men crying for? <laughs> They've committed their whole lives, like, yeah. the last two decades to this series, you know? Dude, they, Tony Stark was their father figure. Like, that's who they look up to. <laughs> yeah, man. He's, uh, I mean, overall, it was a cool experience. It's funny, you know? Like, some people get a kick out of, out of hearing that, you know? Like, they, um, they're always like, how? Like, how do you not see any of I don't know. I choose to watch shit that's entertaining to me, not some fucking kid bullshit. I don't know. But I am excited about that Oppenheimer movie. Yeah, yeah. That, would, I, I, that is one that I would actually like to go see. Yeah, because I've actually uh, read a little bit about, you know, the Manhattan Project and all that. And uh, I think it's like, it's a good, like, American story. You know what I mean? Like, us versus them. Like, you're in a time crunch. Like, you got to figure this out. Like, literally the fate of the world depends on yeah. what a handful of, like, you guys can do. Kill or be killed. Yeah, dude. And, like, what they achieve is, like, something amazing. I mean, really, like, honestly, to think about it. But, and it was so secretive for such a long time. Did you ever see that TV show, Manhattan? No. So, it's, it's basically about the Manhattan Project, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, kind of gives it away. <laughs> but, uh, man, like, I mean, they just created this facility out in the desert, middle of nowhere. They built, like, their own town and stuff. You know, like, they had their own, like, general store, gas station. Oh, so it was, like, it's no like, reason, like a base. It was a like, base, essentially, yeah. And uh, so they brought, like, all all the scientists were allowed to bring their families out there, but the families had no idea what they were working on. So, so they just thought they had, they had, like, a regular old project. Like, I wonder what their cover story was. Did it, did it say that? I I, don't, I can't remember. I, I know a lot of guys are basically essentially like, I can't tell you what I did. Yeah. And it was compartmentalized, too. So, like, a lot of scientists didn't oh, know, they didn't know what the other guys yeah, yeah. were doing. Which is what kind of took the project so long. Because they were not collaborating. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it started in. Oh man, I'm gonna get this wrong. I think it started in '39, and they dropped that shit in what '47. Yeah, something like that. So I mean, that's a long time to be out in the desert or whatever. But Oppenheimer was about the the main scientist that was in charge of the program or whatever. So and plus, it's Cillian Murphy. He's just kind of a badass actor. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he's like he's he's strange, like in a good way. Yeah, he's got like a very unique style. Yeah, yeah, to him yeah. Did you ever watch that Peaky Blinders show? No, I know, I know, I've I've seen the fucking. It's pretty good, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I, ten out of ten would recommend. There's a ninety-eight percent chance if you ever ask, "Have I seen this?" The answer is going to be no. <laughs> you just don't watch TV. I don't really. Yeah, I don't really watch anything. I watch like a couple of fucking cartoon shows, yeah. like adult, like King of the Hill, South Park, that kind of oh, shit. Yeah, but yeah, like, of course, of course, I don't know, Breaking Bad. Sure. I like that shit, but the average, the average stuff that everyone has seen, I probably haven't seen. Never even seen it. Yeah. <laughs> or you're yeah. also like busy as shit all the time. Too, you know, so. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones, like we talked about. Never seen that shit. <laughs> yeah, don't talk to me about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. So it kind of had me like thinking, you know, like with this you know, off hammer, you know, Manhattan Project and all stuff, like how much you know, secret, how, how secret it was, and how much like secrecy is like really revolved around like, all these programs that we don't really yeah. know about. And I'm not really trying to get too much into conspiracies later because I think we talked about doing an episode in the future about that that I think is going to be really good. But I did want to touch on this. Did you see the new update, like the ufology update about that uh, the whistleblower from the Air Force coming forward? I've kind of been following it, but not like heavily. I've seen some shit about it, but I mean, it seems all that's that stuff is crazy to me. Like they're we're literally coming out and saying like aliens are real, and no one seems to give a shit. Isn't that weird? It's, it's like, is there really that much more important shit going on? Like, I don't think so. Well, Trump, he, uh, when he was president, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm out, like I said, I'm not trying to get down to conspiracy realm. I'm trying to keep this more facts. 
at least for today. But uh, you know, he he mandated that you know federal government set up this office to like you know review this footage and like investigate like these claims because like all these pilots are like, hey man, we're seeing tons of shit. Yeah, and it like defies physics, like and decades, like mm-hmm. that shit's been going on for a long time. And it's like even okay, even if it's not aliens. If another country possesses that technology, we need to know. That's dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's real dangerous. Because uh, we're not nearly as badass as we think yeah. we are. <laughs> and I watched a, I watched an interview with a guy, and he said I think it was in 2015. Basically, the entire DoD, like well, their fighters, fighter jets, they updated their, um, their like radar, radar sensors. Yeah, like yeah. That. And he said when they did that, the skies lit up. They could just see them everywhere. They said occasionally they'd see one, but then when they did that, he said like they're always there. Yeah. They never leave. And it's just insane shit. But we can pull up I think News Nation has a good clip, man. Where they're oh, yeah. where the guys talk up. about coming from this new whistleblower. But he's testifying that office that Trump had created as a report to Congress, I think every six months or every three months, as all public, and he's testifying at this hearing. So I think it's gonna be pretty good. He gave News Nation an exclusive interview about what he calls a secret government program that retrieves craft of non-human origin. You are saying to the human race for the first time an official intelligence representative at a high level from the U.S. government is saying publicly, we are not alone. We're definitely not alone. Absolutely, the data points empirically that we're not alone. Rush will be joined by two other witnesses, including Ryan Graves, the former Navy pilot, who told News Nation about his team's encounter with UFOs on the East Coast. Several lawmakers on Capitol Hill, including Florida Senator Marco Rubio and Tennessee Representative Tim Burchette, are pushing for more transparency surrounding unidentified aerial phenomena or as Burchette prefers to call them, UFOs. The big question, are any of these so-called UFOs, or UAPs, whatever you call them, of non-human origin? And is there a secret government program that has one? News Nation, Washington. Some deep stuff right there, man. So these are like actually qualified people. These aren't just like crackheads looking at shit in the desert. Like, yeah, these are all dudes. Like, they all have, like, top secret security clearances. Yeah. They all have, like, all three of those. Uh, Commander uh, David uh, Braver, Ryan Graves, and this David Rush guy, they all have, like, squeaky backgrounds. And they essentially have all, like, seen something. Like, hey, like, people need to know like, yeah. what this is. Well, and all the shit that I've ever heard about, like, in the past, they've always been, they told all the pilots, they were like, yes, we see this stuff, but if you see it, don't say anything about it because you'll get reprimanded. Yeah, it'll like ruin your career. Yeah, because they'll, they'll be like, "Oh, this guy's crazy." Yeah. Even though everyone sees it, no one can talk about it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, you really want to get into like the conspiracy room down that rabbit hole? Which oh, I want to save it for our next episode. Yeah, yeah. But that's <laughs> something to do. This has something to do with time travel. That it's not aliens. It's actually us. Supposedly. The but, Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> those security clearances are no joke, man. Like, really, um, oh, shoot, like, I mean, well, what was it? Like, the secret is, like, you get it every 10 years, and then it's, like, top secret. You have to get it every five years, but then you can be on a program or a need-to-know basis, and you're just going right back through the process. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, you're constantly being checked and 
yeah, just digging through your bank statements, yeah. phone records. Like, oh, isn't that an uneasy feeling? Even when you had nothing to hide, you're just like, oh, okay. Get out of my ass already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time uh, when I was in the military, I had to go for uh, one of them, and I, I remember signing like this waiver, basically giving them access to everything in my life. And I actually read the papers. I think they hide that stuff in there mostly because they're like, oh, this guy's not going to read this. You know, yeah, yeah. Just sign it arbitrarily, you know? Dude, it was like every, I mean, anything you could imagine was on there. It was like real estate, banking information, like phone records. It was like, con- like they could contact all these different people. And I was just like, man, like, I mean, it's good. They're thorough. You know, but like at the same time, like, whew. And my friend, uh, he, he had a pretty high security clearance and he was living in San Antonio. Did I tell you about this guy? I don't think so. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so he was living in San Antonio, and he was working. He was working for the Air Force, and uh, he was a seaburn guy. So essentially, he handled like chemical, biological, radiological material, yeah. right? You know, so anytime there would be an attack, he's going to be on the team that cleans it up. But because of that, he has no very sensitive information, so he has a high security clearance. Well, anyway, um, he lives as he described it to me, like. A Cholo ghetto. <laughs> That's where he lived. He well, said, San Antonio. <laughs> he said in his entire apartment, he said it was like a really cheap apartment complex. And he said in his entire apartment complex, like he was like the only white dude. Like it was all Hispanics. And he said like most of them didn't even speak English, right? <laughs> and so anyway, like a part of that security clearance stuff, like as you know, like they send agents from the government. They just start knocking on door to door, right? They start talking to neighbors. They start talking to coworkers. You're like, hey, what do you know about this guy? Yeah, what's Moses like? Where does he hang out? Does he drink too much? Just, you know, and, like we're gonna go ahead and shut him down here. Like, yeah, <laughs> in his career, dead in the tracks because he likes to have a little fun on the weekends. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so he was at my, my friend was at work, and I guess I guess these feds decided to come around while he was at work. Mm. When my friend got home, he said a lot of these like Hispanic, like, cholo, like Bato gangster guys were like outside his house. And he was like, oh shit, like, what is this? Yeah. You know I mean? like scared. Like, you know, what's going to happen? Like, are you robbed? Like, what, what's going on? And he said, like, the little leader of their group came up to him and was like, hey man. Like, like, what? He's like, while you were gone, some agents from the government were showing up and they were flashing badges and they were asking all kinds of questions. He was like, if you didn't tell him shit. <laughs> like it was, and it was just like this OG like code of like, hey, we're not talking to like any of you fucks. You know what I mean? And Dude, Mexicans are good like that. Like, I guarantee you, if he would have been in a white neighborhood, there would have been multiple people that would have talked shit about him. Oh, yeah. They would have been like, oh, or like they would have been they're like, he doesn't fucking mow his yard long enough. They're like, yeah, I don't know. He's I see him doing some weird dealings. Like people come up at two in the morning, they stay for ten minutes and leave. Multiple, yeah. Like I don't know about it. He's always coming home late, swerving yeah. and shit in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> the Mexicans would be like, I don't know. He's a pretty fucking good guy. Get out of here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It was a it was a good story, man. But he said he actually became a like pretty good friends with those guys after that because they'd always laugh about it or whatever, you know. So, but I mean, he was like, he was like white white. I mean, he was like. Mormon Utah. Like mayonnaise like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I don't know if you'd ever seen a Hispanic guy before he moved down down here to Texas. So but uh but yeah man, that's a that's like a re- a real thing or whatever. But uh yeah man, all that security clearance stuff, I mean like kinda like puts you on edge, especially with like that Snowden stuff coming out. You start realizing like yeah. how deep they can really dig into And what they shit. can do to you. Oh, that's like, insane, man. Yeah. Did you uh did you ever read his book by any chance? No. 
Oh my god, it's called a uh, permanent record by Snowden. I think he wrote it six, seven years ago, roughly. Uh, Did he write it when he was here? No, no, no. Why, no. why he was like in Russia? Yeah, or... He's still exiled in Russia. Yeah, he's living out there. Just, woo. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as that shit published, I read that instantly. I was like, that shit, like right now. And man, the shit that he talks about in that book, man, like it is just crazy, man. Um, he said, like for example, I mean, obviously we know about the masturbations and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, anything you type on a keyboard, anytime there's a camera going on, there's potential for that to all be well, it is actually all logged. Mm-hmm. And it will never go away. Oh, just go onto a server that will like last the end of time. Yeah. Like that fucking Indiana Jones shit where he's pushing that into that <laughs> massive warehouse. <Yeah>. <laughs> just <laughs> add this to a <laughs> warehouse of secrets, you know? Yeah. Like, no one ever like nailing it shut and shit, you know? <laughs> but um but yeah, man, like I remember like one thing that really kind of freaked me out a little bit was uh he said, and this was this was a long time ago, early two thousands, it's just after now. He said back then when he went to training for the CIA, um, he was taking all these tech classes, right? And he said they had essentially like an X ray machine kind of thing, right? Like almost like goggles, and they could look into a house and if any computer or cell phone, any like anything that was electronic, that was projecting an image, they could scan it and it would show up on their computer monitor exactly what that person was seeing. Oh, shit. No wires, no signal connection, no Bluetooth, nothing. And he was like, he said the instructor couldn't even explain how the fuck that happened. <laughs> he was like, it's basically magic. Jesus. It is, that's scary, man. It kind of reminds me of that movie Triple X. It's kind of like with Vin Diesel or whatever. Yeah, There's like yeah. a scene where he puts on these goggles and he can like see through walls and he can like see through people's clothes and stuff, you know? <laughs> But yeah, man, like, I don't know, but I, I always had a distrust of that Bluetooth stuff. Well, I mean, you like, you know me, like, I'm not tech savvy at all. So like, dude, I didn't even like hook up to Bluetooth until like three months ago. Yeah. And I was like telling some guys I go to class with, and they were just like jawed at the floor. They were like, how have you survived? <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, I, I, I don't know. And they were like, well, how do you listen to music? And I was like, uh, CDs? <laughs> and then like one dude was just like holy shit CD like it just blew his mind like he was just like I can't I can't keep up with this and I was just like dude am I, am I I'm not that old man like you know what I mean like even well I had to I had I have to use Bluetooth now because the fuck my phone doesn't have a fucking aux cable for it anymore really yeah like it's just not designed for one no they just don't come with them neither does iPhones either like I have a fucking Android but that shit doesn't have it has no fucking port so pushing like, you further into the matrix, yeah. My like I used to, but even then, I always hated fucking. I hate Bluetooth. Like you can't go wrong with a goddamn wire. You plug the phone straight up, plug it into the truck, it automatically works. There's no loading, no syncing. You just push play, and the motherfucker plays. Yeah. Bluetooth fucking pisses me off. <laughs> the wife's vehicle. We have if there's two phones in there that have once been paired, it's yeah. like well, I don't know what the fuck to do. It just drills on itself. Oh like, really? It, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't work. I started using it a little bit, and like. It is convenient, but like what I don't like is like if I don't turn Bluetooth off on my phone, like if I walk in the room, it'll automatically start syncing up and shit. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, hey, whoa, whoa. Well, I have no, I don't have any smart devices in the house. Oh uh, really? Like, I'm never like fuck Ring, fuck. I turn yeah. off Alexa on the phone, like all that shit. Even though the the phone still fucking listens either way. Like you turn that shit off, but it still fucking listens. <laughs> right? Like whenever we're having conversations, we'll be like. Wonder what the fuck a stove cost in 1986. I turn on the phone, it's like, oh, vintage stoves for sale. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
especially if you start getting into reading those like user terms and agreements and stuff, and you just start seeing how much data they can steal from you. Yeah. Because like I don't feel comfortable even if I know I'm being recorded. Like it's like I could just be going to someone's house and I have a ring button. You know, like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's like biometrics in your face and stuff. Like, I mean, and then there's there's all kinds of shit that's happening. Right? We'll yeah. do that, like fucking TikTok, for example. Like, installing that app, they scan your fucking face, and they have they have they have your voice, they have your face, they have your identity, your fingerprint from when you fucking touch the phone. They have all that shit. Yeah, straight to the Chinese. Dude, oh, speaking of that, man, I think it was I'm trying to remember. It was so long ago. It was 2013 ish, somewhere around there. Do you remember that uh, Office of Personnel Management? For those of you who don't know, those are the guys who hold all security clearances for all government employees or private sector, or I guess technically employees, contractors. Uh, did you hear about that 22 million profiles that got breached? Yeah. I was in that shit, dude. Yeah, they sent out letters to people and were like, yeah, you, you've been a victim of an attack or whatever. Yeah, dude, like straight up, someone hacked into like their database and stole it. And this has like all your information. Like there's no way, this has like, Banking information. This has like, it has, like your past five residences and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. your secret words. <laughs> yeah, and all yeah. This other shit, man, and like fucking. And they still first this, pet's name, dad, <laughs> middle yeah, name, and like, and they still to this day have no idea who broke into that database. They stole twenty two million. And I was like, God damn, like you know. And then like, the, here's the fucking cherry on top of the shit cake. But this is this is how good your government is, man. So they sent those letters you were talking about. They sent me a letter and they were like. Explaining what happened, and then at the end they were like, "Because of this, we'll offer you three uh, three years of like identity protection." Yeah, I was like, three years sounds like the rest of my life." Which <laughs> yeah. you should be paying more, dude. <laughs> so I was like, "Whatever," but like, I don't know. You know, like sometimes like I get like scam stuff or whatever, like in the mail or whatnot, and like, dude, I I, I still to this day think it's linked back to that, like some way somehow. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't know, but I don't trust any of that shit. No. <laughs> and it's only it's only going to progressively get worse, and it has gotten way worse within the past few years. Even so, we're we're too far gone to change any of that shit because now people are too dependent on the technology in the first place. Yeah. So they're willing to make that trade off of having zero privacy for convenience. Yeah. So it kind of makes you wonder what it's really doing to society, man. Like fast forward, you know, yeah. fifty years, what's it really going to be like? You know what I mean? I saw an interesting. Uh, <laughs> I wish I wish I had it saved, pulled up. So take a while to find, but. I saw an interesting video today. I think it was a clip. I don't use TikTok, but it was like on Facebook or something like that. Yeah. But, um, and it was like, it said the girls finally showed up. And it was like older teenagers, probably like young adults, in a hot, like at like a little party, right? And it's like eight or nine girls sitting in the hot tub. And then. The camera, it looks at them, and they're just, like, normal, laying in the hot tub, having fun, not really talking, but they're just like, all right, what's going on? And then the camera pans, and it's, like, five young dudes who should probably be trying to talk to some of those girls, and they're all just on their phones texting. And they're, like, not even in the water. They just got their feet in, like, the hot tub. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, fuck, is this, is this where we're going with this shit, you know? <laughs> For sure. Or there's, like, there's an older meme, or I don't, know, I don't remember if it's a meme. I, I guess it is, but it's, like, a dude, and he's at a house party. And there's two chicks making out like right above his head, but he's sitting in the bed on his laptop, and they're like just going at it. And, and they're all in the bed together, but the chicks are going at it, and the dudes just focusing on the computer, like right above them. Oh my god, dude! Well, like and that, you know, that stuff like really doesn't matter. I mean, I know we do like a podcast and stuff, but I mean, like it just like it really doesn't matter. But I don't, I don't know, man. Like you just can't like beat like 
real life yeah. like interactions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like almost like millions and millions of years of evolution led up to this moment. You know what I mean? Where it's like and now it's like a regression. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I got, I got some friends. You know, they're excited about the future because it's less competition. Yeah. You know, it's like less people. I'm on that boat. Yeah. I mean, I can. If see people it. want to continue to get fat and lazy, that's cool because I'm not going to. So <laughs> I'll eventually just be able to kick down their fucking door, steal all their shit, and be like, "Later, fatty, I'm out of here." Yeah. Thanks and for they the never stuff. take their Oculus ripped off. Yeah, they the don't even know that. Be like, "You are still in your simulation." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that virtual reality shit's gonna be kind of wild, dude. Dude, I am. It's like it's scary, but it it will admittedly be fucking cool. Like whenever yeah. I can play fucking Grand Theft Auto and it's like actual realistic virtual reality. And I'm really beating people's heads in and stealing cars. And it feels like I am. That's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm down for that. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to live my life in it. Like, I know sure, a lot of people yeah. will. Like, that, that'll that be the end of, like, society. Well, there's, like, all kinds of research, too, that's, like, starting to come out. Like, especially, like, raising kids, like, around technology. And, like, dude, it's terrible for them. Oh, yeah. Fucking, it, makes them go- it makes them fucking goldfish. Like, they're fucking brain-dead retarders. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's what, like... Try to not let them, like, it's, obviously it's inevitable, they're gonna have, they're gonna be around technology, but just don't let them fucking stare at that goddamn screen. Yeah. Like, there's been multiple studies shown, like, TikTok is always brought out as the number one fucking problem, but it's on everything because TikTok invented it, but now Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, they all have shorts and reels and shit. Yeah. But it's that never-ending scrolling of multiple short-second videos. It just fries, yeah, it fries their fucking brains, like... They just never, they never know that, like, they can't be bored after that. So, like, anytime that there's not something extremely fucking amazing happening, they're just, like, depressed and bored and brain dead. Yeah. Like, they can't, there's no pleasure in solitude anymore. It's almost like a drug addiction. It really is, yeah. It it's like. comparable, yeah, to, like, fucking crack. Like, you've got to have something stimulating your mind at all times, and if you don't have that, you're just fucking, like, you're dead to the world. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. That's not good. No. <laughs> So make your fucking kids read books and shit. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I will or say this. let them fry their brains, whatever. <laughs> My kids will be better. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, man. Like, going to college, like, a little, little older guy, man. Like, like I talk to these, like, like God, I'll say kids, you know, young adults or whatever. Yeah. But I talk to these kids, and I'm like, oh, hey, have you ever, like, read this book or whatever? Like, none of them read. None of them read. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll read. An their, article on Facebook. Well, they'll read, <laughs> yeah, well, they'll read like, their assigned readings, right? Yeah, like, They'll yeah. be like, oh, you got to read chapter chapter one like oh, okay yeah and uh but like dude none of them read. they just go type that fucking chapter and go to bullet points on google like what was this shit about skim it yeah <laughs> anyone has any word now like with this like with that chat gpt shit coming out oh yeah yeah dude i mean it's cool don't get me wrong it's cool i mean how do you think we come up with these scripts for the podcast yeah that's exactly what happens folks <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, a <laughs> But like, dude, that would kind of be an interesting idea for a podcast. Like, do you literally, want to do it? yeah, we should like one for one episode, just literally have Chat GPT write an entire fucking script. We should I do guess. it. We should do I'm it. Down. Didn't South Park do an episode like it that? It did. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, bit like, I guess Matt and Trey, but then they they use Chat GPT for the fucking episode. That's so crazy. Yeah. Have you have you fucked with that software at all? Mm-hmm. It's it's insane. Actually, I was reading an article today. Like, you know, Chat GPT has been the big one. Well, now. There's a new one called Llama. It just, it just Llama. came out. Yeah, but it's okay. like for more advanced technical. It's not for like the everyday user because the interface mm-hmm. is a lot more difficult to like get around. But it's more for like the technical people. They're going to be able to use it for like analytical stuff. 
oh. and more marketing shit. It's run, of course, it's goddamn with Zuckerberg, his bullshit. So, and I don't know, like, right now they're saying it's currently free to use, but I think eventually it's going to be, like, a paid thing. Because yeah. right now, ChatGPT is still free. You yeah. just have to have an account. Well, anything Zuckerberg gets his hands on, that should be a red flag right there. Yeah, no shit. But it's going to it's gonna create competition between ChatGPT. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah. But I mean, that's I mean that's just capitalism in general. Yeah. You know, that natural competition makes things better. Mm -hmm. So I see, like Musk was, you know, I mean, he was like always like warning against his AI shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was like advocating to Congress, like start legislating against, his, like start getting a hand on this because he's like, once this kicks off, it's going to spread like a wildfire and it's going to be out of your control before you know. Which I totally agree with him. But I want to watch the world burn, so I don't give a shit. I want that. I want. I want everybody to just do whatever they want to with it and just see how crazy things get. And the lizards can come back and yeah, take yeah. everything over. But uh, yeah, man. Like I do remember, like he was on a he was like a Trump advisor and shit. I don't know if we talked about this on like last year or not, but like he was a Trump advisor, and that was like one of the big things he was talking about. And then he eventually just quit, obviously, you know, probably because it was just Trump. And he was just like, yeah, he was like, "Can't be around this dude. Like, yeah, be associated with this, I'll get him up too." <laughs> so. But uh, yeah, I saw Musk just just created like his official own AI company. Oh yeah, Did you see that? Yeah, so he's getting on board with this or whatever. So I mean, he probably figures if you can't beat him, join him. Yeah. Like, might as well. I mean, you might as well make money off of it. He might be trying to make like the best thing, but not be everyone else out. Hopefully so. Because I, I do genuinely think that Musk is like, like genuinely like has the best interest. Yeah, he's one of, or he's one of the only, or few, probably the only fucking person in his fucking realm that I actually like. What if he's the only one that's not? Maybe so. <laughs> that's what it is. They're trying to squeeze him out. He's not a part of the reptilian overlord. He's like on the spectrum, right? For autism? I, he's or got is... something, man. Like, uh, I mean, he might, maybe like Asperger's or maybe, something. Yeah, I thought he had something. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of tell, like, the way he doesn't, like, the way he kind of makes eye contact and the way he kind of talks. Yeah, yeah, it is kind of, like, unnatural, I guess, but. It's, it's, it's odd. Yeah. But he's also, like, he's just an odd dude, man, because, I mean, he works, like, 16 hours a day, like... I mean, you don't get... Just, you're not that kind of person without being kind of weird, like... Now he's, like, <laughs> now he's like got, like, 10 kids that kind of, like, reseed the earth. And he's doing it through, like, surrogates and stuff like that, because he thinks it's going to be, like, a population collapse. Him and, uh... Um, little Boosie and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> who's who's, who's How that other dude that has, like, 12 kids? Oh, he's a rapper. I don't remember who. How many kids is fucking Little Boosie at? I think he has nine. Yeah, or he had nine. Damn. I know he has nine. He may have more by now. I don't know. Dude, you couldn't even name a kid. Yeah, you could name a kid after every single day of the week, and you would still have something spare. He's working on naming them after the ones. <laughs> hey, January, get no, over December. Here. <laughs> Set it off real quick. <laughs> that's, my, that's my favorite song. Set it off. He's got a bunch of classics. Now it's time for a quick message from our sponsors. Are you searching for natural plant-based solutions to enhance your well-being? Well, look no further than Premium Kratom Powder from M&W Labs. Introducing our Premium Kratom products crafted with care and expertise. Life can be demanding, and we understand the need for reliable support to face the challenges ahead. M&W Labs Kratom offers you the perfect blend of tradition and modern science, bringing you the power of Kratom in every leaf. Unlock the potential of Kratom with M&W Labs' diverse range of strains. Whether you're seeking a natural energy boost, calm and relaxation, or relief from everyday discomfort, we have the perfect solution for you. Are you ready to experience the power of nature's gift? 
Visit our website at mnwlabs.com to place your order today. Our friendly and knowledgeable customer service team is standing by to assist you. Now let's get back to the show. He's like opening line. He's like talking about like Adam from motherfucking Buck Girl trash can and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he did an interview with a he did a podcast with Theo Vaughn. Did he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, did you ever see? I, I, I can't remember if I showed him to you. Did you see those boozy chips I, I bought? Yes. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Little Boozy the Rapper has his own line of, like, cheese puffs. <laughs> and I saw him at a gas station. I bought them shit. They were pretty good. <laughs> I was getting some getting some looks. I was sitting outside eating them, and the dude was just like, what the hell? You got a little boozy cheese puffs, motherfucker. It's good food, man. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Cartman and shit. Oh, man. Yeah, but, like, I, 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 I think they're all right. They're all right. I think I ate too many. I can't eat. Sometimes I get weird like that with food. Or, like, if something happens with food, like, like if I'm eating and I see something, like it would just set me off. I would like ruin it for you. Yeah. So like every time I eat it after that, I, like I'll just start thinking about the thing. Like, it's usually something like really gross. So it's almost like whenever you get alcohol poisoning, you're like, oh, I can't fucking drink whiskey again. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Like, did I ever tell you the fish stick story? Uh, no. Oh god, dude. And <laughs> so this is when that movie The Human Centipede came out. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch that crap? Fuck yeah, I watched all three of them. Oh, I watched the first one multiple. The first one and the second one were good. Third one was just fucking trash. <laughs> like what is Ugh, This dude. shit was fun. Uh, okay. No. You you no. But no. I haven't seen have seen zero Marvel movies. Seen <laughs> Human Centipede multiple fucking times. <laughs> I am extremely cultured. Well, well, like, well, horror, horror stuff—that's like your thing, right? Yeah, I like yeah. disgusting, yeah. bloody, nasty, stupid bullshit. Anything stuff. with like Rob Zombie. Yeah, any yeah. like guns, drugs, and killing is what I want to watch so. <laughs> or listen to. Shit. Well, I was uh, I was, I was at this. I wouldn't even call it a house party. There was a couple people over uh, at my house or whatever, and like we were drinking, not heavily, just had a couple drinks, a couple beers, no big deal. Yeah, I mean, it was years ago, man. It was probably. Yeah, because that shit's like, that shit's over 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was like in my early 20s. And uh, I get hungry, so I decided to cook some fish sticks, right? And at this point, like, just a young dude, so I'm like eating like shit. Like, it's yeah, all, yeah, you're like, it's all like, fish stick is a goddamn staple. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's all like microwave meals and like fish sticks and dino nuts. Oven pizzas, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, dude, you see those other Dude, I would fold them like a goddamn taco and eat the whole guy. Like, yeah. I'd, put, I'd cook them in the microwave so they were all like soggy and nasty. Oh, yeah. So you could fold them. Hell yeah. Them eat them or whatever, so make them I would just slather it with ranch, too. <laughs> just fucking raw. So, Anyways. So, yeah, so, so I cook these uh, these fish sticks, right? And I'm like eating them or whatever. And then my, my friend up there uh, at the time, he was kind of like you. Like he'd seen it. He, he was really into horror movies. He just starts describing it. I'm like, dude, stop. Stop. He's like, dude, I have the coolest movie. I have to tell it to you. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm telling him, like, stop. Like, wait till I'm done eating, man. Like, just stop. And then, like, he'll let me eat a little bit more, and he'll be like, oh, man. And then next thing you know, they're sewing lips to assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, stop. Like, fucking stop. And then he starts, like, explaining, like, how it's all one, like, GI track. I'm like, Ugh. like, I'll throw up now just talking about it. <laughs> so I'm like, ugh, ugh. I need to make a finish this story, man. <laughs> so I just gotta quit describing it, dude. Like I'll, I'll legit throw up. But uh, for those of you listening, I have like the weakest stomach in the world, man. Like I mean, I think I could put Steve over Shane how much I can puke. <laughs> but um, so he starts telling me a story. He, he's just he's just fucking with me, right? Yeah, he just keeps getting more detailed on it. For and the gagging just gets worse and worse and worse. And dude, I just like projectile vomit. 
everywhere. Like, I just pull this trash can in the middle of the living room, and, like, all these people over, I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) like, visceral, body shaking, vomiting, and it's just fresh fish. Yeah, the best way to describe it is these blended fish sticks with Bud Light in a blender and drink that shit and threw it back up. Like, it's just disgusting, right? And so I'm like, whatever. So, like, for years, man, for years, I could not eat fish sticks ever. I couldn't even, like, have, like, real fish. Like, it was, like, fried, right? And I've just now got, like, a whiff of fish, and you just think about assholes being sewn to people's mouths. And, like, oh. and I've never seen the fuck. I've never seen the damn movie, dude. Like, you know, it's just my imagination going there. You know what I mean? I mean, I've seen the cover of it. It looks disgusting. I'm like, I ain't watching that shit. You know what I mean? God, it's, oh. a, it's a movie for the generation. It's a classic. <laughs> yeah, I, could, I mean, like, I used to eat fish all the time, too. Like, you know, like, growing up, like, you know, like, we were just, like, Broken shit. Like we used to like fish all the time, man, and like we'd actually like prepare the bass and stuff, yeah, and yeah. freezes, and eventually have like fish fries and stuff like that. We used to go fishing all the time. Like that, that shit's fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good time, man. Dude. I don't have the patience for fishing anymore. I did when really? I was a kid, but yeah, now I'm just like, dude. I I've don't been, know. I've been thinking about getting back into it, man. Like a meditative kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like kind of like check out. I think it's more about checking out. Yeah, it's, it's probably like what is it? It's it's about the the journey, not the destination, kind of shit. Yeah. Like just relaxing and fucking. Yeah. I mean, I really, I really good thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, man, I used to go. Yeah. I got some good fishes for you, dad, dude. Like he. Uh, <laughs> this one, I just thought of. Oh my god, this scared the shit out of him. Oh god. So there's nothing like nothing worse than when you're a parent. I can imagine. Like I don't have kids, but I can imagine. There's nothing worse than when you're a parent that like your child gets hurt, and you're like that initial. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's going to be okay. Like, it's a hospital trip. Yeah, like, what do, where do we go from here? Yeah, what's the story? I got to explain, especially as a man in today's age. You know what I mean? Like, kid got a bruise or something. It's like, whoa. It's like, well, he just fell down. It's like, yeah. like, playing baseball, <laughs> playing baseball. He's <laughs> like a black eye or something. Yeah. You know? but, uh, but, yeah, man, so I remember this one time, man, my, my dad and I, we saw this like, go to the river that was close to our house or whatever, and it was a short little driveway. And uh, so we just fished off the bank. We didn't have a boat over here and shit like that. And uh, so I'm, I'm a young man. I'm like seven or eight. And, uh, you know, he's, he's drinking, right? That's eight. hard of vision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's a, uh, he was never a big, like, he was never like a liquor drinker. Dog, you know what I mean? He was never like, you know, crazy on it. But I mean, he, he, he'd have his beers. He'd have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> his Michelobes, I believe. That's what it was. And, uh, so, you know, I, like, I'm a little kid, so I was just basic little, like, rod, like, the yeah, a little goddamn cane pole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I got, like, a, maybe a cricket on the end, yeah. occasionally catch a perch or whatever, some small fish. Now, he's a grown man, so he's got, like, the whole, like, rig, and then he's got, like, a monster, like, bass tackle on there, you know what I mean? Like, he's trying to catch some big shit, right? And, uh, so, I just remember, like, at one point, the tackle box was behind him. And I'm walking, I'm like, oh, and the, 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 the cage of crickets was next to the tackle box. I don't need another cricket. So I go to get this cricket, and I'm like squatting down, doing all this shit. And he rears back the cast, and that bass hook hits me. And I have no shirt on, by the way, because it's hot as hell. Kid hits me dead center start. <laughs> With force, man. Like, you heard it smack. Like, chuck. And that hook. Does a complete 180 in the skin. Oh, just straight through. Out. And I'm just like, there's the initial shock. I don't realize what's happening. 
And then I looked down, and I'm just like, I didn't know the words, but at the time, I would probably imagine it was something along the lines of, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, then the next part comes, where he goes to cast. And the rod's still locked, so whatever force he throws the fucking lure with... You're feeling it. <laughs> I'm feeling that shit, dude. <laughs> and he throws it with so much force. Dude, it just projects me, like, out of my body, dude. And literally, I mean, I, it, I think the tips of my toes were dragging <laughs> in the dirt. And then I fucking land. And he obviously knows something was wrong. He turns yeah, he's like, what the fuck happened? What if he tried to, like, pull again? Shit. Like, oh, this is shit ain't working. But, uh, dude, so, like, he turns around. And he obviously hears me screaming and crying. Right? Yeah. So I think I'm, like, eight or something, man. I don't know. And, um, dude, he, like, looks over. And I remember, like, looking up. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. And I mean, he's just like scared. I mean, I'm sure he probably thought about like all of, like the horrible shit. Like, he could have gotten thrown. Or, like, yeah, yeah. Or the fucking eyeball. Yeah, dude. But fucking, he like hovers over me and like the first thing out of his mouth is like, don't tell your mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. We got this. Yeah. So like he cuts it because you got to cut the end of the hook and he pulls it out and all that shit. And, like I'm fine. I'm like. Crying like a bitch. <laughs> He's like, have a fucking beer, shut up, get back to fishing. <laughs> you know, it's funny on the ride home, he ditched the beer. <laughs> He's like, I want nothing bad. He's like, no one's gonna tell me I was fucking drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was America. <laughs> Dude, crazy shit. Crazy shit. Happen. Like, accidents happen, like, accidents happen all the time, man, but like. Dude, you were, you were like, he was like, it was an episode of Swamp People. He was gonna use you for fucking gator bait. <laughs> like, here you go. Yeah. And a taste of flesh, boy. <laughs> you got that blood in the water. Don't worry, I'll pull you out before they get there. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I got some, some funny stories about the old man. Uh, yeah. Like, but, uh, I mean, like, I don't know, shit, shit happens. But, like, you know, we live in a day and age now, man, like, where if you have any alcohol in your system, even if it's like one drink, and even if, like, the situation, accident wasn't related to alcohol, you're immediately at fault. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you get in an argument with someone, like, you're, you're automatically drunk. Or, like, I don't know, something gets damaged or whatever. It's like, yeah, oh, it's automatically right. drunk and disorderly. When did that happen? You know, I mean, I understand, like, if someone's, like, actually wasted or some shit. Yeah. Like, actually drunk, but you know what I mean? That's a cause. But, like, it's not your judge. Now it's like, you get fucking pulled over, you've only had a couple of beers, you got one in the console, and you're like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, officer. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I would tell you, uh, Speaking of drinking and stuff. So, you, so you know, I, I haven't drank liquor in a long time. Right? Yeah. Like, I say, we're just hanging over Scott's and shit. And, uh, <clears throat> did I ever tell you about that story about me flying back from Sacramento and all the vodka me and my buddy drank? No. Oh, Do you love me some vodka, though? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's like, <laughs> that's like your kryptonite right there, dude. <laughs> um, so, anyway, like, you know, this is back, you know, working in Sacramento or whatever. And my buddy, Eric. And, uh, not our Eric here, but this Eric. Another Eric. Yeah, he lives in Dallas now. Uh, he's big, big in MMA, so he's, like, really, really in shape, dude. He's a super ripped guy. I think he runs a gym now, actually. They're, they're cool. Um, so, like, we're in Sacramento, and we're getting ready to leave. And, you know, we, we've got the typical, you know, get there two hours earlier or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Some shit happens. And, uh, <clears throat> so we're, like, hitting the bar, and we're drinking just... I drank a couple beers, and then he's like, let's get some Bloody Marys. Because we were hung up like, the day before. So we drank, I don't even know. Like, he's like, we need something to eat. Bloody Marys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to get something healthy. Can I get a Bloody Mary over here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Gotta get my veggies in. They're good. Do you like them? No. You don't like them at all? Really? I love them, man. I don't like the taste. I'll, but I'll drink a can of V8 juice. I will, I'll drink V8. I just don't like the fucking... I don't know. I don't know. Is it the spiciness of it? Like how they Probably. Yeah. In it? I think it is, actually. Yeah. You need to get it without it. Right? I'd rather just have vodka. <laughs> literally, like, vodka cranberries my shit. So, so like, we, we drink... Uh, I don't even know, man. Like, three or four, like, Bloody Marys. Like, I have a couple of beers on top of it. This is before, before boarding the plane, Before right? boarding yeah. the plane, dude. <laughs> and, uh, so we sit down... And I'm like, I'm already kind of like, oh, God, like, I'm feeling this, man. Like, you know, I just drink some water, call it cool. Because I got to go from Sacramento. It seems like it's easier to get drunk at airports. I don't know what it is. But it's like, I don't think they have, like, restrictions on the times they can serve, really. That, I don't know, but it's like, I don't know. Like, it, feels, it feels like, no, it feels like it's just like the setting of being in an airport. Like, you just get fucked up easier. I don't know what Every, it is. Everyone's an alcoholic here. True, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know? There's no judgment. <laughs> there's no judgment. I don't care if it's 10 o'clock in the morning, yeah. buddy. Have that bloody Mary. <laughs> but I had to jump from uh, Sacramento to uh, Phoenix. And from Phoenix to Dallas or whatever. And, was, and I was going to Shreveport. And, but Dallas to Shreveport flies like an hour. So I didn't sure. That's how they make certain reasons. So oh, yeah. But, um, so anyway, so like I'm already like pretty Feeling toasted. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm feeling good. I'm like, I'm sweating and shit. <laughs> like, You're feeling something. <laughs> yeah, I think my liver's swollen. <laughs> like, I'm just like, not nah, good, dude. And, uh, cause yeah, I remember we went hard the night before. Cause that was our last night there. Oh. Uh, we were there with a bunch of people from like all over the country. So we were like, oh, we're never going to see these guys again. Let's yeah, go, yeah. Let's go out with a bang or yep. whatever, you know. And, uh, so anyway, we're already like wasted. We get on this freaking plane, dude. And as soon, I mean, the minute that light, that little, like you can take your belt off. Yeah, yeah. I just see Eric's hand go up to call the attendant. He's like, okay. and the attendant comes over, and it's a guy, and uh, he's like, you know, how can I help you or whatever, like being normal. And Eric's like, yeah. He pointing at me will take two vodkas and a sprite, and I will take two vodkas and a sprite. And he's like, and we're just gonna keep doing that until one of us passes out. <laughs> This is before that movie Wolf of Wall Street, so that was a pretty good line back then. <laughs> like, and the guy kind of smiled, gave us like a wink and a nod, and then was like, all right. He's like, I fucking got you. Here we go, man. So we drink it, and then it, like, we're drinking at the same pace. And Eric's like, keep going, keep going, keep going. So you two. Ding, ding. Two more. Ding, ding. Two more. And I'm just like, oh, God, dude. I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I just get sick as a dog. This is the only time I've ever been sick on a plane. And I mean, I get up there. I get up there and I am in this bathroom, like stumbling. I don't know if the plane's <laughs> moving. On the shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's like turbulence and shit. And I'm just like, oh God, please. I'm like, I'm praying to like whatever God will answer, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just like tell me out <laughs> here. And then I just start vomiting uncontrollably. Uh, that 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 real drunk, like just like Oh yeah, it's like coming out the nose and the mouth yeah, and it's yeah. like shaking the whole time and everything. And then it's like my guts got it done. Right? <laughs> I don't know if it's alcohol poison or the night before. So anyway, I turn around and then I'm like shitting, flushing, throwing up, flushing, <laughs> shitting, flushing, throwing you up. And like turn over and start using the sink to puke. Yeah, I thought about it. I was looking at that drain. I was like, it's a tiny drain. I ain't gonna make it down. But uh, <laughs> so like, so anyway, and then I'm like, okay. So I kind of piece myself together. I'm like, all right, but I'm still like dry heaving basically. So I was like, okay, I put the lid on the toilet. I just get on my knees. I know it's gross, but like I just kind of have like my elbows on top of the toilet, and I just sit there and I close my eyes. Okay, and then I wake up, 
And I walk out, and the flight attendant, the same guy who served me, is like, dude. I'm like, what? He was like, you were in there for 45 minutes. Oh, shit. So you, you're like passed out. <laughs> I passed out on that flight, dude. And it's only like, a, I think, a three hour, three and a half hour flight. Dude, I wonder, how, like, I wonder how many people tried to use the bathroom. I knew, dude. Night. I was like, <laughs> I was ready to get off that plane by the time we, like, I was like, get me out of here, dude. <laughs> and so, anyway, I was like, no, no, like, I made up some, like, medical shit. He was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, man. I was like, but I was like, I'm good, I'm good, and all this stuff. And I sit down, and I, like, Eric's like, you all right, buddy? He's just like, grinning ear to ear. And I'm like, yeah, man. And then before I could even put my seatbelt on, I just hear, ding, ding. <laughs> and he's hitting that shit again. And the same flight attendant comes over. He's like, how can I help you? And then Eric gives him the same spiel. Like, I'll take two pockets and a Sprite. I'll take two pockets and a Sprite. <laughs> and then the guy was like, are you sure? And Eric was like, yeah, let's do this. And the guy was like, all right. And so he brings him out, and we continue to drink. And I think this might be the story why I don't drink liquor, honestly, <laughs> dude. And uh, so, so we land in Phoenix. Then we get on our flight to Dallas, and it's just like a continuation of it. By the time I finally make it to the, this regional airport in Shreveport, I am like stomping when I'm walking. <laughs> just I, trying to stay up. I have no idea what is going on. I'm completely incoherent, like, and all this shit. And then, like, my old lady picks me up. And I get in the car, and she is just like, what the fuck? And I was like, that is the last time I ever fly with Eric. Like, I'm not, I'm not flying with him. But he was just like, I don't know. He just had, like, a high tolerance, like, high yeah. metabolism and stuff. But, like, I, I kind of did the math, and I roughly calculated it to about a bottle of vodka traveling <laughs> from Sacramento to Shreveport in, like, a few hours, man. It was a, it was a hell of a ride, man. <laughs> God, oh, God, dude. Yeah, I don't, I can't do that. I feel like that ever happened to me again. Like I, I probably, I probably just drop dead, man. Yeah, I don't think I can make it halfway. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. There's something about like airports. It's like, I don't know. Airports suck, man. Because everyone's on edge. Everyone's pissed off. No one. Yeah, you're you're, you're nervous. Like you're either gonna you're running late, you're early as shit, and have nothing to fucking do. Like it's always one or the other. Yeah. I started. I've started playing a, a risky game here lately. Um, I've been like waiting. Uh, well, you know how, like, you know, international flights get there three hours early, domestic flights two hours early. Yeah. I've been shaving off some long time, man. Like, when I, this last time when I went to Portland, like I was telling you about, man, I got there like an hour before the flight went off. No problems. Yeah. It just depends on the airport you're going to. And how, how busy well, it is. How busy it is. And, and their well fucking you know. security protocol. Sure. Yeah, man. Those regional airports, getting in on those regional airports, that's where it's at. Man. Yeah. There's, like, almost no security. Like, there's, like, it's simple. They're like, eh. Keep your shoes on. Fucking walk through. You like, <laughs> you, don't, you look fine to me. <laughs> like you have a gun in your hand or something. Yeah, like, like, is that what that? Like, you're a white dude. dude. Go on in. Who cares? Bag of weed falls out. And you're you're like, like, whoa, you dropped something here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I I hate flying, dude. That's like probably the worst. But you know what? I, I've started like the older I've gotten. I hate driving. I'm not a fan of that either. I don't like. Like, I'd rather fly than drive. But yeah, just for time's sake. With that, and then just like it's just less shit I have to do. You know what I mean? You're talking about flying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less you have to. I mean, like, yeah, you have to get, to get there, get the security and all that stuff. But once you're like on the plane or in the airport, like it's fine. So, yeah, it's out of your hands. Yeah, it's out of your hands. But like, if you're driving, like, you know, like if I want to go visit some family in like South Carolina, right? Like, I can't even remember how long I drive. What, like sixteen hours? I think it's, yeah, it's like fourteen to sixteen. Yeah, I think. Dude, and it's just hitting the I twenty going up the Gulf and then like halfway up the East Coast. Like it's miserable. Yeah, man, you know. But I don't know more power to it, especially like truck drivers and stuff. I don't see how they do this. I know, man. Like 
when I was younger, I thought about being a truck driver, but dude, I don't, I don't think I couldn't stay awake long enough. Like, yeah, yeah, not, not uh, legally, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, God forbid you get an accident. That's still yeah, <clears throat> you remember that kid in uh, this came out a couple of years ago. You remember that kid in the news who got in that wreck? And I think it was in Colorado. Something happened with his rig, and like the brakes jacked up, and they they tried to find him like liable or something. I think the courts actually found him guilty. They gave him, I can't, I can't remember, I'm probably pushing, pushing the story. Oh, they gave him fuck. a hefty, hefty I do sentence. remember that shit. Dude, it was like 25 to life. Because it actually, it like, was, I, don't, I don't think it was really his fault. Like, right. from the shit that I heard about, I don't I don't remember the story, but I like, do remember thinking, I was like, that wasn't his fucking fault. Yeah, and shit, and like, he couldn't stop or whatever. And someone died, of course, like, yeah. unfortunate. But then, like, yeah, they gave him, like, basically, like, a life sentence, pretty much. And then, eventually, like, the government, it got such national attention. He was like a young dude. This kid was like 22 years yeah. old or some shit. And uh, it caught such national attention that like the governor stepped in. I think they completely pardoned him. Oh, shit. Sure. Either that or they like, they, like reduced, reduced it heavily. Yeah, reduced it heavily. So I don't know, man. This course got to get away. Like, I understand, like, you got to shit, but like, at the same time, like, you got to understand, like, accidents fucking happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, so, like, shit like that can happen, but. I don't know, like child abuse shit or something like those. Give him a slap on the wrist, dude. Yeah. Like that's fucking retarded. Get a couple of years and then like ten years probation. Like, oh, yeah, and get out in a year on good behavior. Like, yeah. like oh, cool, great. Yeah, there we go. Back to slapping the shit out of babies again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, man. There's a, uh, especially if you look at like drug convictions and stuff like that. That's where it gets that's really what, interesting. Yeah, that's where it really pisses you off. Yeah, like totally nonviolent crimes, right? Yeah, especially what gets me is like that. There's a clip. Joe Biden, uh, when he's pitching the 1996 crime bill, and he's holding up a quarter, and he was like, this legislation that he sponsored and backed and got pushed through, he was like, we'll make this amount of crack illegal, right? Like, 100%, like, well, not only, it was already illegal, but he said it would make it a mandatory minimum sentencing of five years. A quarter-sized ball of, like, But that shit, that shit was directed at black people. Well... Maybe it was that because they were, like, yeah. but because it was that. But then it was like for the same amount of coke, you do less time because coke is a white person's drug. Yeah, there was that. But like, what pissed me off, man? And like, I mean, the government eventually came out and acknowledged it, man. But I mean, they were like trafficking coke. They were allowing cocaine to come into the United States for years. Yeah, to front fund those contra wars and shit. That's happened like under Reagan administration. Yeah, the goddamn just say no campaign. Yeah, and that was all that, stupid that, ass all that shit. dare shit came from and all that stuff. I mean, that's where it got really pushed. I don't know. I think they did. I'm pretty sure they did. Which that was that was one of the biggest catastrophic wastes of fucking money oh, that we yeah. ever fucking done. Dude, it was insane. But like, and like, what gets me is like, you know, you know, you know, those cocksuckers in Congress had to fucking at least have an idea, like that shit was done. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Well, it's also funny that Joe Biden's fucking flashing crack rocks when his son literally smokes them. So yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe when that dude was giving an interview talking about how like I'd smoke Parmesan or whatever. I was just like, what? And then uh, he's like talking about looking for crack rocks in the carpet. He picked yeah. up those Parmesan cracks, so he just like, smoke it. And, I'll take that chance. Smoke them all. That's the scabbing son of the president <laughs> of the United States. Although I guess his other son was like pretty legit. The one that died from cancer. Was, wasn't he in? Was he a Navy SEAL? Ah, no. I thought he was like six army. I don't remember. I don't think he was Navy SEAL. Okay. He might have been, but I, I don't think he was. But yeah, yeah, apparently he was like pretty legit or whatever. He had one good kid and one shit old. At Dewey Cox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like, 
his dad's like, wrong kid, dad. Like, yeah. Constantly <laughs> telling him that shit. Dude, what if it, what if that's what it's like for Hunter? But what if that's why Hunter's so fucked up? What if, like, behind closed doors, like, Joe Biden just, like, is constantly reminding him. Every day, he's like, should have been you. Should have been you. Like, God damn it, he just has a picture of, like, his, like, of, like, his old son who died. And there's, like, no pictures of, like, Hunter. Yeah, he's like, like my son, my one and only son died that day. <laughs> <laughs> now I just have this old dope head piece of shit left. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like partying with Hunter Biden is probably a good time. But... I mean, obviously, you get away with anything. <laughs> yeah, dude, think about that shit, dude. I mean, literally, hookers, crack, like, wherever you got want. The best drugs, got it on tap, yeah. High-end escorts. You go anywhere in the world, there's an endless supply of money. Yeah. You know? Because he was like, I don't know, running all the oil for Ukraine or some shit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, doing those backdoor deals. <laughs> dude, that's so crazy. Like, you just, like, walk, walk. Into that job, you know what I mean? Like, it's just he like, can't even speak the language. He can't speak the language, has no background in oil yeah. and gas. Like, it's no They're like, what What's your doing? experience? He's like, Well, I've been in a political family and I smoke crack. Yeah, man. You're hired. It's that, it's that political nepotism, man. You yep. get that and then you're in. He's dude. like, My daddy's Joe Biden. <laughs> My daddy used to be the vice president, now he's the president. This shit. You remember when, uh, you remember George Bush's daughters? I know we were young. Yeah, yeah. They were like, they, there was like a big, there was a big issue. They, this happened a lot. They'd go out and party. So mm-hmm. they were, I don't think they were doing like drugs and stuff, but they were like drinking and shit. And yeah. Like going crazy. They were like in the public eye in a negative way. <laughs> yeah, so they'd always be like, TMZ would always be like, yeah, them or yeah, whatever, right. like in bars, I <laughs> yeah. guess. I don't know. But the, whoever. Weren't they, they were twins, right? I can't I, I think they were, because I, I think it was like the Bush twins. You want to pull it up? I could be wrong. Let's see. I'm just kind of curious. But uh, I do remember, like, a scenario um, where it was, like, they were at a bar or something, like, some shit went down, and then, like, Secret Service, like, swarmed them because, like, paparazzi was trying to get all over their asses and shit, like, take pictures or whatever. I think, like, one of them was, like, super fucked up and, like, falling down and making a scene. Yeah. So they swarmed them, and some paparazzi people were trying to take a photograph of the Secret Service agent just, like, grabbed the camera and just bashed it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they are twins. They're twins? Uh, yeah. Oh, Okay. They don't really, they're not identical, obviously. What do they call them? Fraternal twins? I think that's, yeah. Like that. yeah. Were, they, were they different? Mm-hmm. Oh. I bet they probably calmed down a lot. I mean, probably they're probably like, what, in 30s or. Nah, they gotta, they gotta be older than that. Think. Yeah, because they were. Yeah, they're, oh, yeah, they're probably, probably pushing 40. Yeah. They were like drinking age when we were like. Young. You know, yeah. So. Was it one of them? It'll probably again above the law. It was like, my dad is George Bush. <laughs> you <laughs> ever seen those interviews with like George Bush at his house now? Uh uh-uh. So he just like went to the ranch. Like, you know, he's, he's like, that, right? I mean, he does like some philanthropy and like, yeah. appearances and shit, but like, yeah, he's just like a total like rancher driving around in his truck, this huge farm or whatever the hell he's got. But like, it kind of reminds me of like of that Harold and Kumar sketch. Whenever they end up landing in George Bush Jr.'s house. Oh, and, shit. In the bait basement with him yeah and he's like smoking weed and he's like oh yeah I sprinkle a little blow in there yeah. he's like it knocks you out but keeps you going at the same time and then he's like calling his dad he's like fuck you dad I don't need your people telling me what to do I make my own decisions <laughs> I can see it being like that it's, <laughs> it's a good skit man you know what if it's like that what if it's I bet it's just like that elitist shit I bet behind closed doors like they're just like savages I'm sure you know they probably have like no real filter what it's like to be like a normal person nah you know yeah. Like, what is growing up with, like, infinite amount of resources that a child, like, could use? Well, I mean, look at all the child stars. Like, 
like 90% of them fucked their lives up in the mid 20s or earlier. A lot of them are starting to come out now, man, like talking against all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, probably about like all these people, like High Cyrus, were all like jacked up and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, hell, Brittany, Lindsay, all them motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, there's only a couple of them that actually didn't fuck up. Like, Hillary Duff is one of them that had a normal life after that. I think, I think actually, Christina Aguilera was pretty normal. Oh, really? Too. Yeah. Surprisingly. Like, she didn't do anything 